Tonight's program is brought to you by the China Hockey Group. The CHG is a family-focused group of ice hockey leagues, training programs, and community initiatives. They focus on the growth of hockey in Hong Kong and southern China, as well as the development of student-athletes, where sporting goals are achieved alongside educational pursuits. The CHG is comprised of a number of hockey programs. Established in 2011, the CIHL is Hong Kong's elite adult hockey league. The Junior Tigers program is Hong Kong's premier youth hockey organization, featuring the Scotia Bank Island League and Learn to Play and Learn to Skate programs. The SCIHL is an adult league for those seeking a more recreational experience. In addition, the CHG showroom is the exclusive reseller of Bauer Warrior hockey equipment and offers services including skate sharpening and fittings. For more information and links to their social media sites, go visit ChinaHockeyGroup.com. That's ChinaHockeyGroup.com. Ole, 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 ole. Oh, hey, hockey fans. Yeah. Welcome to Across the Pond. I'm your happy host, Chris Ivany, <laughs> here with the disgruntled Paul McLean, <laughs> as always at Sunset Studio. Polly, mm. it's been a hell of a week again. Yeah, How about was, those halves, buddy? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. Nobody I know. Cares. I get it. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, actually, I care a lot. I know uh, you do. It was a great game this morning. Um, the Habs just were very determined this morning. They played one of the best defensive games as a team that I've seen in a long time. Um, Carey Price doing up to his old tricks. He was like a wall back there today. He made some huge saves. Was he? He was, yeah. yeah. And uh, and the uh, everyone's talking about the young guns, the kids, because they're scoring lots of goals, and they have been awesome. Yeah. But uh, I just want to reiterate that those veterans on the team have been – Playing way above their heads. Yep. Joel Edmondson looks like a man on a mission right now. Corey Perry's still out there doing his thing. Mm -hmm. So we're heading back to Montreal now for game six. Yep. Who would have thought a 3-2 series lead? Well, you know, every dog has his day. Yeah, it's this series far from over. Um, it's going to take a... Two more he, games yeah. for the Hypes to lose, yeah. <laughs> it's going to take a huge effort, I think, to... Uh, to finish this series off in Montreal. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Well, yeah, I, I think Montreal is doing quite well. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, crack your beer. Celebrate, Celebrate. Celebratory soda water. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. For me, <laughs> you over there, I think you've been drinking since the game. I, I wish, I wish. I've yeah. been marking exams all day, unfortunately. Well, you know. Got to do my job once in a while. My real job. real job. Yeah, yeah. Every, every once in a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, the Habs, yeah, they're really putting it to to Vegas. Uh, it seems Vegas kind of falling apart a little bit. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Once there's question marks in goal, well, the whole yeah, team changes. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's almost like uh, Marc-Andre Fleury kind of lost his will to live after that one <laughs> game where he kind of botched it. Yeah, man, that was tough to watch. Yeah. Felt really bad for Flower in the last... The fact that they went to Robin Leonard after that game was kind of surprising to me. How'd that game go? Well, he won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. but it was still a surprise because you know, he didn't play bad. He did I mean, Fleury played a great game, made he did. huge saves, but he did. he's been known to... He's not a great puck handler, and that goes no. all the way back to the World Juniors in yep. Minnesota uh, years ago, and um, 
that time where he came out and played the puck and shot it right into the guy's chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just brutal. But, I mean, he's been known to make the odd gaff yep. with, with the puck. So yep. Yep. maybe yep. stay in the net a little more. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It's almost like goaltenders should not play the puck. Well, unless you're damn good at it. Like, yeah. you don't see Andre Vasilevsky taking too many chances no. with the puck. If it touches him, it's off his stick. It's, he's like, yep. Oh, yeah, whoops. get rid of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. want it. Hot potato. But, yeah, I agree, man. Uh, it's been... Uh, Turmoil seems yeah. in Vegas. They're a little on their heels right now, and um, well, they have to be. They're down three two. Yeah, I was expecting a huge first period out of them today. Yeah. Um, they did. They did. It looked like uh, in the score sheet they had a lot of shots in the first period, but they weren't getting any quality chances. And no, no. Montreal's really shutting it down in the defensive well, zone. It could also be all part of their master plan where they win in Game Seven in Vegas. Yeah, that would be that'd be great. Did it show? It showed outside <laughs> the rink today. Yeah, it was not- like tumbleweeds. <laughs> <laughs> the fan, the fans, they're not even partying in Vegas. No, no what no. is going on in Vegas? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, even Mark Stone. I mean, they've just they've been all over him, and he hasn't been able to be effective. And he was really, um, you could see his frustration coming out today. I think he broke a couple sticks. Yep, yep. But um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game six. Can't wait. Friday morning. I'm, Gonna be uh, tough to watch that one at work. <laughs> but uh, yourself, are you gonna go down and watch the game? With well, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I saw old Andrew work had a uh, little uh, party down at Delaney's yes. for uh, game five. Yep. Uh, I was thinking I might uh, have to go down to game six and wear my Bruins jersey just for <laughs> yes, good luck. You should. Uh, yeah. Last time I went, uh, Habs won. Yeah. Uh, so, so do it. Well, do it I again. Mean... <laughs> Get that jersey on. <laughs> ah, God, oh man. Uh, I didn't wear I didn't wear my jersey last time. So oh, maybe okay. maybe that's what was missing. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If uh I do go down and uh, or I should say when I do go down with my Bruins jersey and the Habs lose, I'm not taking the jersey off. I know. I'm not Ho- taking it off. Holly's been getting mad at me because my Habs hat stinks. Well, because I've been waiting. I can <laughs> I'm imagine. Like, She's like, you got to wash that hat. I'm like, I can't wash <laughs> no. it now. Just give me a couple more weeks. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, it smells so bad. That's gross. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. But, you know, there's uh, superstitions, you know, mm-hmm, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um the other series, Paul, let's dip into that one a little bit. Um, actually, before we do, um, head down to Delaney's. Anybody who's in Hong Kong, uh, shout out to Delaney's. Uh, yep. They're a great establishment, and uh, they're actually donating a prize to our hockey trivia night. Oh, are so they? So really appreciate those guys. Ah, that's and very cool. Thanks, Andrew Work, for setting up the uh, the viewing parties. Um, yep, yep. I'm sure there'll be a great turnout Friday morning. Oh, gosh. Just thinking of how many Habs fans are going to be down there. It's just going to be gross. Well, last time it was you were there, it was Habs Leafs. So yeah. are the Leafs fans going to be cheering for well, the Habs now? I'm sure there's going to be a couple of them that are on the bandwagon. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. apparently the Habs are Canada's team. That's right. Which It'd pissed the... a couple of people off I saw online. <laughs> people were like, are you serious? Really? Yeah. No, they're not. But the real hockey fans, the ones <sighs> that aren't ban- aren't like, you know... Uh, fanboys of the game yeah. uh, might appreciate what the Habs are doing right now. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's good. It'll be cool to see if they do get through this round to yeah. see a Canadian team in the finals. Of course. I mean, it'll be a huge upset, but I mean, still. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. here's the thing. Okay. Okay, so Habs get into the finals. They play... Likely the Tampa Obviously, Bay. it's going to be Tampa, it's especially after that, that last pounding. That, oh, my uh, gosh. Oh, my God. Anyways. Um, and then the Habs lose. Are you going to say anything about this uh, salary cap that we talked about? No, I can't. Really? I, definitely not. You can't no, go back no. on your word. Is I that would what you're never saying? go back my word. And I, they played by the rules. 
they took advantage of the rules. Yes. So I, I, it is an advantage, like we said. This is it's, super, it's, it's a huge. They're think eighteen million dollars over the salary cap. Over the salary cap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you were to take Kucherov off that team, he's leading the league. Yes. In both points and assists. Yeah. So if he wasn't on that team, would Tampa be where they're at right now? Likely not. Probably not. Likely not. But. Because I know there is Nikita drops in and decides to play a couple of games and like is a power horse. It's really weird, man. And I think the NHL is going to have to really look into this. I mean, it was it was a stupid thing that they they were allowed to do that. And I understand that they have, you know, the protocol is there. It says that, you know, once once a guy's cleared to play. Yeah. And he wasn't cleared to play, but it, it absolutely looks like he was able to play before. He was before. definitely able to play. Yeah. There was no, I, I'm pretty sure he was practicing. Oh, I'm yeah, sure he, he was, definitely was. He yeah. definitely was. And um, like I said again, they took advantage of the opportunity. Yeah. So 8 nothing, Paul. Did you, uh, what did you think of that I game? I mean, that was an, felt so <laughs> bad for oh. every Islander fan in the world. Um, I mean, Farlamov, was it the first period he was like, Screw this! I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, let me uh, out. I'm, I'm gone. Just like that guy in the stands. Yeah, I know. <laughs> takes off his jersey, throws it down, stomps on it, and leaves. That uh, was one of the funniest things that oh, went viral. Gosh. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, folks, check out the video of the Islanders fan. He was at the watch party in Nassau Coliseum yeah. in New York while yeah. the game was in Tampa Bay. Yeah, and he, he freaked out. Yeah, I would too. Threw it's off like, his jersey. Yeah. He didn't burn it. He didn't burn he it. He didn't burn it. Dougie, well, but Dougie he Gilmore's did. He did step on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, accidentally. Maybe. I don't should know. never. Shouldn't. He's not. He's not a true Islanders fan. Oh, that's for sure. Not anymore. Wouldn't see Terry Whalen throw his jersey on the floor. Well, you haven't talked to Terry much since that <laughs> game. I mean, I haven't heard from him. Yeah, it was uh, three quick ones. They scored right off the bat in the first minute. Yeah. And then uh, they scored two with, um, within a few minutes, yeah. and then that was the end of Varley. But, well, no, nah, he left that for four, wasn't it? Uh, was it early in the second that he left? I think it might have been. Maybe a rush. Maybe. I think I thought they got four on him, and then he was like, no. And then they bring in Sorokin, and it yeah. didn't help. No, not at all. They let him up. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were just buzzing. But, I mean, that was an anomaly game. It was kind of like, you know, once it was 3 nothing, you kind of knew where this game was going. <laughs> um, there was, I think they took all the fight out of the Islanders in that mm, game, and... Mm. Then the uh, then the penalties start happening, and uh, Tampa yeah. Bay scored three power play goals yeah. in the second and third period. Yeah, so, it was pretty gross. Pretty gross game. Um, I'm expecting a huge effort from the Islanders tomorrow. Well, they got to put something in there because if they even go with half of that number of goals against them, yeah, they're not going to put uh, to score four at goals against Vasilevsky is basically impossible. It's impossible. I, but whatever they've been doing defensively just completely collapsed. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you're down a few goals, you got to open it up. Yeah. And the Islanders are not a team that no. can play that kind of game. No, no. It's kind of like the Habs. When they get down, if they get down, same thing. Yeah. You're in trouble. Yeah. Because they don't have the they don't have the uh, the firepower to go uh, to no. have a wide open end to end kind of game. And yeah. Tampa Bay just poured it on after that. Lots yeah. of scuffles, a few scraps. Well, what do you think of Barzell's? Uh... Well, for me. I'm, I, he came out with a five thousand dollar fine. Yeah. To be honest, I don't. I don't know. The angle didn't show cross check to me. 
It looked like a glove. In it the looked face. like a glove. Yeah. Looked like he punched his him in the face. His stick was up there. His stick was up. He was holding onto his stick, but yeah. it wasn't like he cross-checked him in the face. No. But it was definitely a frustration play. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. So, I can imagine so. Yeah. And uh, it was after was it at, at the wasn't at the end of the game. No. But it was it after wasn't. a whistle. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't think he intentionally cross-checked it was right at the end of the second, uh, right at the end of the second period. Yeah, yeah. And um, the guy got back up. Yeah, no injury. No so injury. obviously, if there's no injury, there's no suspension. That's, That's kinda, why I was like, yeah. If it was a cross check to the face, there'd be an injury. Yeah, exactly. You'd be going. He didn't lose any teeth. Didn't lose a teeth. Uh, uh, yeah, didn't lose a tooth. Didn't yeah. lose uh, his nose. His jaw was still in place. Yeah. He, if anything, did a little soccer play and lied down on the ice a little bit too long. <laughs> yeah. And just like oh. It was definitely a very dirty play. There was um, no blood. There was no blood. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Dirty play didn't dirty play. didn't deserve an ex- a suspension. No, uh, not uh, typical of Matt Barzell. That's for no, sure. no, yeah, yeah. But you yeah. could tell he, the frustrations were running pretty high at that point. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I think a five thousand dollar fine was the it's sure. kind of the minimum. Sure, that or it is the minimum. And it's kind of they had to they kind of had to give him that. It's not the minimum. That's the, the minimum one fine. One of the Habs got a thousand dollar fine one time this year. I'm not we sure. Talked about. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay, I'll check into that. Yeah, yeah. So the score was six nothing at that point. Yeah. And uh, the game was already over. And yep. uh, I guess he's lucky though because if he did get him in the teeth or in the oh, mouth gosh, and yeah. blood, and then he would have yeah, been out. Yeah, he would have been out for the rest game. of the games. And then yeah, because they gave him a, a major penalty. They right did. Away, five, so. five minutes. You got off on this one, Barzell. You did. You did. <laughs> and he'll, I guarantee you that team is going to come out uh, flying in the next game. And yeah. yeah. They're, they're going to need to score the first goal, and, and then you never know. Yeah. Uh, we may end up seeing a game seven. I'm predicting a Palmieri hat trick. Ooh, Palmieri <laughs> hat trick. <laughs> Why not? That's Why a not? bold prediction. I like, it. It I like it. I like it. I really like how Alex Kalorn's been playing. That guy, yes. absolute stud. Great Nova Scotia boy as well. Yep. Uh, people forget that he's uh, he's from the Maritimes, he but um, he gets overshadowed by a few of the other guys. There's uh, a couple of guys on that team <laughs> that are a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, he definitely gets overshadowed, but he does all the little things. Great player, yeah. and uh, yeah, he's been playing unbelievable. Yeah. So Islanders fans, best of luck in uh, Game 6. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you can uh, send this one to a Game 7. Everyone loves to see a Game 7. Yeah, they do. And that game will be uh, tomorrow. So yeah, what are you yeah. thinking? Are they going to pull it off? No, no. You no. think Tampa Bay? I think Tampa's going to. Yeah, that's that's the end. Of the They're game. out for blood right now. Oh, they dude. do not want to go game seven well, against those guys. How do you come back from an eight nothing game? Well, Vegas lost seven one in game one to the Habs. So or not to the Habs? Sorry, <laughs> I, I don't think that I, to Colorado. Yeah. They lost seven one uh, in game I was one. Thinking, but... Was there a seven one? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I no, think no. I would have heard the that Habs from have... you. No, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, no miscommunication there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they won't. They lost that seven one game. But that was like they had just finished a long series. They had a day off in between. They, they put, had Leonard in. They threw Leonard in, and yep. uh, and he got lit up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was definitely the most lopsided game. And we looked into it. I actually got a message from Cousin Daryl. Okay. Uh, wondering if uh, there's ever been a more lopsided win. And uh, turns out there was a few. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think the biggest lopsided playoff win was uh, 15 nothing. What? It was like in 1944, though. Oh, God, yeah. But still. <laughs> yeah. Goalies didn't even wear masks back then. There was like the... I think I looked at down the list, and I think number five on the list was eleven nothing. So, okay. okay. So there's quite a few sh- uh, blowouts, but that was the worst in Islanders history. That's okay. for sure. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, so a few other things to mention here tonight, Paul. Uh, on a sad note, um, we lost a couple of greats this week. Saw that. Um, Rene Robert, uh, best known as the uh, right winger for the uh, French Connection, French Connection. In, in Buffalo. Yeah. Died at the age of 72. Mm-hmm. So R.I.P. Uh, Rene Robert. Also, we lost uh, Tom Curvers this year, Saw or that, this week, yeah. sorry. Um, played 11 NHL seasons. Um, assistant GM of the Minnesota Wild. I guess he had a long battle uh, with yeah, cancer. cancer. Yeah. yeah, was he only fifty-eight or something like yeah, that? Yeah, fifty-eight years old. So that's too that's young. young. We lost. Uh, we lost a good one there. Yeah. yeah. So R.I.P. again to Tom Curvers. Um, aside from the the um, the fine, we had no suspensions, and I didn't see any milestones uh, this week. Nothing yet. Um, the Sedin brothers. Are joining yeah. the front office in yes. Cal- in, uh, in Vancouver. In Vancouver. What yeah. do you think of that? Oh, it'll be great to see them back. Yeah. I mean, they were a force to reckon with back when they were on the ice, and yeah. now, uh, yeah, they're going to be up in the box. I'm sure that's some good, good history behind there. Some I hope good, they have good an experience. answer. I hope oh, they have an answer. Vancouver needs to do something. Yeah, they might need to put the skates back. On. Well, that's the thing I was thinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no more front office, no, man. Get no. these guys on the second power play. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Th- that's definitely uh, good news for Vancouver. Those guys are legends in the city, and I think it's great for Vancouver. Yes. Also, I think you called this one last week. Sweet Lou Lamorello. There you go, baby. GM of the year. Absolutely. Congratulations, Lou. Nice one, Lou. All right. Uh, anything else you want to mention here before we move on to the second period? No. All right. We're no. moving on. No. Second no. period tonight, folks, is brought to you by AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. Are your headphones falling apart? Or does your cable do that annoying thing where it only plays sound from one ear? Then maybe it's time for an upgrade. Accessory House Global is your one-stop shop for premium headphone accessories. They specialize in ear pads, headbands, carrying cases, and audio cables. Whether you have Bose, Sony, Sennheiser, Beats, Fostex, Denon, or even a set of high-end focal headphones. They've got you covered. All across the pond, hockey podcast listeners get 20% off their first purchase. Use the code AHG20OFF at the checkout, and boom, you're sorted. You can check them out on YouTube or at TheRealAHG on Instagram. Check out their website at AccessoryHouseGlobal.com and take your first step to reviving your audio experience. All right, quick update on the CIHL. Paul, we had a shellacking last week. It's gross. The Aces and Tycoons was a 12-4 win for the Aces, but I will say they were undermanned. Uh, They were missing a few guys. And uh, they just could not keep up. It was uh, it was a tough one. Pretty sure we talked about this last week. Yeah, I know we did, but yeah. we're mentioning it again okay. because um, what salt of the wound? Yeah, <laughs> there <laughs> is. There's only one lemon game. juice in the eye. There's one game this week. Uh, it's a meaningless game uh, leading into the playoffs. Yep. Um, and then next week, as I mentioned previously, will be the semifinals between the Hong Kong Tycoons. And the Kowloon Warriors, mm-hmm. and uh, that should be a great game. Yep. Apparently, um, Ashley Bach, their goaltender, the goaltender for the Kowloon Warriors, is down, so he won't be there. He's Uh-oh. a he's like a six foot six. He's a monster. Yeah, yeah. Good I've guy. Seen this guy. 
Good guy, good goalie. Yeah, um, going to be tough for the for the Warriors to overcome that, but you can never count out uh, Greg Smith and Devin Welsh. Those guys can. Yeah, they, yeah. They can still light up a scoreboard. Absolutely. So, and you know they're not going to go down without a fight. Nope. So it'll be a great game this week, folks. Um, come down to Mega Box tomorrow night, Thursday night, oh. 10 p.m. That should be a great game. Nice. And uh, yeah, the finals again, as we've mentioned before, will be on July 3rd, the new Discovery Bay rink at 7:30 p.m. Oh. I might be able to make that. Yes, I hope you can. I'll come over for the first two periods. I'm supposed to play a gig that night now. Oh. Yeah. Live music is back. Live music is back in Hong Kong. Yeah. Finally. Starting up we, tomorrow. Why don't we throw a shameless plug in? Well, yeah, we might as well. If there's any Tragically Hip fans and, you, uh, and you're around on Canada Day, come and check out our band, Phantom Power. We're going to be playing at Rula Live, uh, which is in LKF, and... Uh, we're going to be accompanied by the great Sean and Alex Softly. Yep. And I think Jimmy Pittman is going to play Ooh. bass with them. They got a new band name called Lockhart Road. Why not? Yeah, why, why not? not? Why not? And uh, it's going to be a really fun night. So we're going to celebrate Canada Day. Yep. Um, and earlier on that day, we have the Canada Day Brunch. Oh, uh, yes. Which yep. is in Cyberport at El Macho, run by the Canadian Club and the Canadian Consul. Yep. And uh, they have two sessions. I believe the second session is sold out. Ugh. So we got to go to the early one. We got it at 10 a.m. And like, as you said, Paul, who has brunch at 10 a.m.? That's still breakfast. I barely have breakfast at that hour. (laughs) Barely have breakfast. Uh, It's a a great event. And um, there's going to be some great prizes. Apparently, they're giving away... Two two flights, two Air Canada flights. Two flights, flights yeah, though. one per session. Oh, okay. Yeah, that so there's going to be two flights given away to um, to Canada. Be, nice. Thanks to Air Canada. How do you get involved in that? You just show up. Yeah, ah. you just got to be there. Ugh, ten o'clock in the morning though. Well, it could be worth it. We might get a trip home. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so yeah. If now the, I did notice something on their menu, and if they ruin it, I will ruin them. Oh, what did you see? Poutine. Oh, I know. They, now there's only come on. It's only a couple places to get poutine around here. Yeah, and every one of them is kind of mediocre. Yes. There's no cheese curds involved in any of the poutine that I had here. And Don't I had, give like, away our plans. Uh, well, I'm not giving away any plans, but I'm just going <laughs> to say, listen, if those guys room my poutine experience at 10 o'clock in the morning, yep. I'm going to flip a table. Yep. Yep. They usually have some maple syrup things. Well, uh, I'll, they, I'll put that on my poutine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Maple tea. Ma- maple tea. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if you're interested, um, just go on Facebook, and uh, I think you'll find it on the Canadian Consul page and on the Canadian uh, Club. Canadian Club. Yeah. 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 So that'll be a fun, uh, a really fun day, and uh, it'll be capped off by an hour, a couple hours of, uh, of Gord Downey, brought to you by yeah. Adam Powell. Exactly. And that's always fun. Yeah. Okay, and a uh, quick check-in on the hockey pool. It looks like I'm still in first place um, by quite a few points, so think it's uh looking pretty good pretty we, good we got the two twine twangers in second place Ooh, how many points are they behind you uh 19 okay yeah, it looks like he won that pool yeah. and uh we got um nicholas hammerin in third place okay 
three points behind the two twine twangers. Is oh. it your brother or nephew? No, uh, my brother is Malcolm for the. Oh no, that's right, Malcolm for all it's worth. Two yeah. twine twangers is Kyle Haynes. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Totally uh, forgot. Kyle Spiracy. Kyle Spiracy. Yeah. <laughs> Another edition of the <laughs> Kyle Spiracy. Yeah. I hope he's not. I hope he doesn't listen to this. Yeah. One. Does he really? He's gonna kick us out of our trivia night. Well, he's gonna <laughs> kick us out. I think Kyle was only interested in these uh, free koozies and that's t-shirts right. he was getting before. That's right. Playoff started. He's out. Yeah. yeah. Huge, uh, huge props to those guys for allowing us to do. Our, our hockey trivia night there. It's sold out, Paul. It is. All the tables are full. That's We've got some amazing uh, door prizes yep. and prizes for the winners. It's yep. going to be a great night. Yep. And um, yeah, so let's uh, move on to our third period. We've got we've got some great questions. We do. All right. We do. All right. Tonight's third period is brought to you by Wheel Hub Asia. Wheel Hub Asia is committed to building community and bringing accessibility to inline hockey players in Southeast Asia. They strive to be a catalyst for change with a collaborative approach that is focused on improving the level of inline hockey in the region through community-based initiatives. Wheel Hub Asia stands for professionalism, integrity, and collaboration. For inline hockey players, by inline hockey players. For all your inline hockey needs, head to wheelhubasia.com. All right, here's our first audio question this week. Are you ready for this one, Paul? Bring it on, baby. Hey, fellas. Hope you're good. Um, as much as it pains me that the Habs knocked out my Leafs in the playoffs, uh, I'm officially on the Habs bandwagon moving forward. My question for you guys is, if you're in the same situation as Montreal with their head coach now in quarantine and not around the team, would you give full kind of autonomy to the assistant coaches or do you think you guys would be calling in intermissions and making adjustments or are you letting the assistant coaches do their thing? Interested to hear what you guys think. Jesse Lucier, I can't believe I just heard what you just said. That, that you know that's what? a Leafs I, fan. I don't as well. know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> Hopping on the bandwagon for the oh my god! I love it, Jesse. You're the best. That's ridiculous. You must have been drunk. Lots of room on the wagon. Hope but you lots were drunk. of room on Hope this bandwagon. Hope you were drunk when you made that. So down. that's a great, great question. Um, what do you think, Paul? If you're the head coach, are you calling in, giving your two cents during the game? Oh, for sure. Or are you letting those guys do their thing? No, you're definitely giving a call. I mean, Ducharme has. Yeah, I mean, it has charm in his name. Come on. Where's <laughs> the charm? Um, but, uh, yeah, no, you're definitely calling the head coach. Yeah. I mean, just because he's out and, uh, I don't know, it's not like he's, I don't think he's in hospital. I think no. he's just kind of isolated. Yeah. And I'm sure he's watching the game. Of course. The whole time. He's probably on a Zoom call the whole game. <laughs> those iPads on the bench. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. just in one of those. That's him. <laughs> playing yeah. the whole time. Talking. And they see Alex Burrows with the uh, the, the, the earpiece, uh, earpiece in. in. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Ducharme just yelling Absolutely. at him. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised. I would love to know if he actually is. Oh, I'm sure he Jesse, is. Jesse, you can probably find out. Jesse Lucier played for Dom Ducharme for I know. a few years in Halifax. I had this chat when I saw him at Delaney's yeah, last. Yeah. So um, we're going to get Jesse in to talk about this soon because I'd love to know a little bit more about Dom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think, well, actually, if I was to guess, I would say once the game starts, um, all all reins are gone to Richardson, Sean Burke, and yeah. Alex Burrows at yeah. that point. If he's messaging or calling in during intermissions, I, I tend to think he's probably not doing that. But the Montreal Canadiens is a different situation because 
like even Mark Bergevin is really hands on with these mm. coaches. You see him down around the dressing room a lot, yeah. which is very strange for a GM. Well, you only see GMs and someone's getting canned. Yeah, fired. it's not usually a good sign. No, right? no, no. But uh, yeah, I I think you know they're in a really good situation because um, Luke Richardson's obviously a, a veteran in the NHL. Sean Burke's doing yeah. an amazing job, yeah. and Alex Burrows seems like he's just one of the boys back there. Just, yeah. He's not that long out of the game. No. Nope. So they they're doing a great job. They're sticking to their game plan. I'm sure I would say they're they're making every game plan as if Dom Ducharme was there. Right. So he's probably part of all those meetings, like you said, zooming in. Yep. And uh yeah, I I'd, I'd be pretty surprised if he was giving advice during the game. I think he trusts those guys enough at this point. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it would be interesting to know. Jess, maybe you, sh- you should uh, send a quick message to Dom Ducharme and find out <laughs> if he's actually uh, calling in during the games. We'd yeah. love to know. Love he, to he's know. like, sorry, I'm busy. I'm talking to the guys. But <laughs> yeah, <next game."> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, so interesting. I'd love to find out if he's able to do that or if, if he's doing it at all. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll find out. Well, I don't know. I believe in you, Jess. Find out. I don't Let be- us know. I don't believe him anymore. He's on a bandwagon. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I love it. God, Canada's team. Threw up a little bit in my mouth when I heard that. <laughs> Horrible. Oh, it'll be the first time in history that anyone who's a Leafs fan jumps on a Habs bandwagon, but I love it. Jesus, you get beat up for that back home. <laughs> All right, what's All the right, next question? Question two. My name is Ryan Chu, um, playing for the Macau Aces. And my question is, would you rather play... Mark Andre Fleury or Robin Leonard in Game Six between the Habs and the Vegas Golden Knights. Ooh, baby, Ooh. Ryan Chu, five goals last week. Oh, who would you rather shoot against, Ryan, uh, Leonard, gosh. or Fleury? I mean, personally, if I was uh, shooting against, it would probably be Leonard. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said before, it looks like Mark Andre Fleury kind of lost his his. I don't know. Oh gosh! Lost his mojo. Yeah, his mojo's gone. Um, he had a break, so maybe he's a little bit more fresh in the head. Uh, oh, I don't know. He didn't look bad today. He didn't look bad. I mean, the first goal was kind of weird, but after that, it was um, two on one. A deflection or a, re- a rebound. Oh yeah, I he forgot. didn't play got, play bad, but he gave up four. I forgot he played today. I didn't even watch. Oh, sorry, the game. he gave up three. They they scored an empty netter, so they scored three on him. But okay. Rob Robin Leonard won the last game in Montreal. That's true, and he has that neck tattoo. He I does mean, have yeah, a neck he tattoo. Neck He's a tattoo. scary looking goalie. But in mind, uh, Eric from LA that uh, yeah. sent it, he was like, man, Robin Leonard's neck tattoo makes me want to cheer for the Habs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's another Leafs fan. Oh, jeez. these jump, Leafs fans? Jump on board, boys. Gosh, Come on. I don't know. No, but this is, a, this is a really... I would not want to be making this decision right now. Yeah. I mean, but the fact that they did it before, they went to Leonard and he won in Montreal. I mean... Yeah. He's obviously he can handle the pressure, yeah, and he can handle the situation. Good point. Good point. But what would you do, Paul? Uh, well, I mean, this comes down to the Tuka Rask, Jeremy Swayman kind of question. I myself, I would have started Swayman. Yeah, you would have uh, gave him a chance. I would have gave him another chance, and especially you seeing that Tuka, like Tuka, probably was pretty honest with the guy saying he was hurt. Yeah, but maybe he was just you know they were kind of like you were saying. Um, People would have lost their jobs if they put yeah, Swayman in and exactly. they lost and they ended up losing. I Anyways, yeah. I oof. gun to your head. Who's starting game six in Montreal? Leonard. I think you're right. Yeah. I think they might have to go back to Leonard. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, that's what I'm predicting. Yeah. I think they will. That's what you're hoping for anyways. Well, I don't know, man. I mean, we've beaten Flurry. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we didn't beat Leonard yet. No, no. And he played a really solid game. He made a couple big, big saves in, in, in like key situations. So yeah. you can tell that it's not the moment's not going to be too big for Robin Leonard. He's yeah. a veteran. He's been around for a long time. Um, so yeah, be interesting to see this decision, but I, I'm going to say they're going with Leonard. Yep. We got one final question here, Paul. Uh, as long as it's not from who I think it is. Well, surprise, surprise. No. The Montreal Canadiens fans are unhappy with the officiating. This is Maritime Rob, boys. Um, I don't want to call in on this. As you know, I am quick to point out that uh, Montreal Canadiens fans are typically a little bit in the crybaby category, uh, like to whine, boo their own team, yardy yar, when, uh, you know, fair weather friends, I like to call the the, uh, Montreal Canadiens fans. However, I wanted to get your opinion on the inconsistency that I've noticed in the officiating. I mean, it does seem Unless, like, I've caught some sort of Montreal Canadian fever here. It does seem that there's inconsistent calls, especially in the uh, hooking category and or boarding category. Uh, it's all well documented, I'm sure. Anyways, what are your thoughts on this? What's, what's causing this? Do they really? Do the, Habs fans, do the Habs fans have a point? Are the refs really out to get the Habs? Do they all hate the Habs? Or is it all just, you know, a whole bunch to do about nothing? What are your thoughts? Everyone hates the Habs. <laughs> I, I think it's a good question. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Habs, I don't think it's just Habs fans that have been all over the refs uh, this mm. playoffs. I think there actually has been quite a few inconsistencies. I mean, there's a lot of these little calls that we're seeing in the playoffs. If you're going to put your whistle away, and you can't really call a little, a little hook to the hands, mm. especially when you're seeing what's going on in front of the nets. Mm-hmm. You know, the cross checks from behind, which is constant. Mm-hmm. Every time you go in there, you, you pay the price. Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of how it should be. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm all for that. But I don't like the cross checks in the back. And I don't like when guys are getting hit from behind along the boards. Mm. The, but that's all year round. Those are the kind of things I'd rather see get called rather than a little hook mm-hmm. or uh, a little slash on the stick. Right. Um, so I, I believe it's really tough at this point. I mean, you got a, you got two referees out there. They're not the same mind. So you might be getting a little inconsistency for that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm, um, Roger Camus, I'll give you a shout out here. You uh, always have a, a nice uh, opinion about what's going on. And as referees, we know that it, it could be a PWB game or an NHL game. Mm. It doesn't matter. People are going to complain about the refs. And they're always louder in the playoffs. Mm. So... It's really tough when you see the refs put their whistles away for a long period of time, mm-hmm. let teams play, um, and then all of a sudden you see this little hooking call, mm-hmm. um, a little hook to the hands. As soon as you touch somebody's hands, it's a penalty. Yep. And they brought that rule in for a reason. You know, years back, they started calling all that stuff. But I am of the mind that it has been a little inconsistent, and I'm not, I don't usually get on refs. I, I know how tough the job is. These are the best referees in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's really tough to uh, to see them, you know, taking so much heat. But I would like to see there be a little bit more consistency. And what are your thoughts on this, Paul? Do you think there should be a coach's challenge? 
in the NHL because I think that would that would alleviate like a horribly missed call. And I'll only use this example because it's fresh in my mind when Perry got the high stick in the face. Yeah, um, that it was an obvious penalty, but nobody saw it. Yeah. So if you could bring in a coach's challenge with all the stoppages in play and the the replays, and then they can check an offside. Um, they can go back and they can check a major penalty. They, but you can't go back and check something like that. Do you think that would stop some of these complaints and, and, and inconsistencies of, of like blatant calls that end up being missed? It might cause more trouble than good. You think so? Yeah, and it'll slow the game down a lot more. I mean, if like how many coaches' challenges do you have a game? Well, I think they'd start with one. I mean, the NBA they they oh, have a have... certain amount of challenges yeah, a game. Yeah. MLB MLB's doing it up. like I, yeah. saw, I saw a five and a half hour game yesterday. Yeah. MLB. Yeah. And there's like they're trying. Where to... did you find five and a half hours in a day to watch? Well, I, I didn't see the whole game, but I watched when it, I was watching the Diamondbacks game and it went into like the twelfth inning. Yeah. And they they said this was the longest game of the year, and it was yeah. over five and a half hours or something like that. Okay, but I mean, for them to be able, I think you could for that for things that are that you know blatant, I, you can't challenge every call, of course. Yeah, but you, I think there should be at least one coach's challenge where you can, if if there's a missed call. Yeah, if it's one, then cool. If it's like you know, you can do it whenever you want, willy nilly. Then no. Yeah. Uh, and if you're wrong, then it's a five minute major. <laughs> well, well, yeah. So they got the coaches' challenges now for goals, and yeah. then they can check things. They can check goals. They can check offsides. Yeah. So they're like, they're able to use their iPad on the bench, and they have a pretty good idea whether yep. they're going to win a challenge or yep. not. Yep. And the same thing in baseball, they'll tell the umpire to wait a sec. Yep. We're going to check this. Yeah. Yeah, you guys missed one. Let's yeah. go have a look at it. Um, I think um, I think I would be for coaches challenge because with the technology we've got today, it shouldn't take that long. Yeah. And I know there's been times in the NHL, even with coaches challenges on a goal, where it goes to the situation room and takes three or four minutes, mm. and everyone's up in arms. But yeah. I think at the end of the day, you'd rather see the right call made. True. And it would give uh, retired refs a new uh, position. New job. New job. Yeah, you get hired on with a team to be that guy that's watching, just yeah. kind of like, you know, oh, boys, we got it. We got to throw this out there because who was it that mentioned this to us? Uh, someone. Somebody mentioned, I can't remember right now, um, that there is a coach or there is a team that hired a former official yeah. to be their video guy. Yeah. So Smart. If, if anybody knows that answer, please let us know. I, I, I Googled it. I looked around. I went through a bunch of teams' uh, hmm. staff, and I couldn't find it. Sounds but like seems... something the greasy Montreal Canadiens would <laughs> yeah, do. No, if, the Habs, <laughs> if it was the Habs, I'd know. But uh, no, if anybody knows the answer to that, please let us know. But yeah, I think uh, great question, Rob. And thanks for uh, thanks to Rob and Ryan and Jesse for their questions this week. Yes. Um, and I'd be all for Coach's Challenge just to, uh, to try and eliminate that bad call. Mm. And um, yeah, I don't think it would take that long. No. Fans could just grab another beer and grab some popcorn and yeah, maybe exactly. a hot dog. Yeah. Well, jeez. You're, you're talking party time. <laughs> party time. Party time. Paul, um, it's going to be a very fun game tomorrow morning with the Islanders and uh, to see if they can bounce back. And hopefully Friday night the Habs can finish off the Vegas Golden Knights because I don't mm. know if they want to go back to Vegas. I, okay, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't I wouldn't want, want to. to. No, no. Why don't you take us home with a little story? All right. Well, it's not even going to be a story. With the trivia coming up, it's going to be a question. Oh, a trivia question. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to go see if you can get this. Okay. Gather around, children. How many first overall draft choices captained the team that drafted them 
to the Stanley Cup. Chris? Okay, so number one draft pick, becomes a captain. Yep. The first year or just any year? Uh, I don't know. It just says how many first overall draft choices captain the team that drafted them to the Stanley Cup. So it's not their okay. first year, obviously, because they were just drafted. Yeah. Because no one ever drafted and became captain that year. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> no. Um, Sidney Crosby. Uh, only one? Oh, is there more than one? Well, the question is how many? Oh, how many? <laughs> <laughs> I've been marking way too many English exams Listen today. To My brain question. is broken. How many? Okay, so let me think. I'm going to say... say four okay bonus can you name them am i right well i'm not <laughs> gonna say if you're right or wrong i'm just gonna say name them. okay crosby lemieux gretzky oh man can you give me a team for the fourth is am, am i right uh, the team is in still playing hockey. Is it the right Islanders? Now. I'm just saying the team is still playing hockey. Mike right Bossy. Okay, you are wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn it! You have me excited there. The answer is three. Three. And the players were for the Pittsburgh Penguins, Sidney Crosby. For the Pittsburgh Penguins, Mario Lemieux. And for the New York Islanders, Dennis Potvin. Dennis Potvin. No Gretzky. No Gretzky. No Gretzky. Yep. Was Gretzky drafted first overall? I think Gretzky was in the WHA, and then he went and signed in Edmonton. So I don't think he was ever drafted. Yeah, he was just bought. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I don't I know that. I should know that. Was gonna... Gretzky, I guess he wasn't drafted. He was just picked up. Yeah, just, you know, I know no. his, first, his first professional season was with the Indianapolis Racers, I think they were called, mm. in the WHA. Yeah. And I'll have to look up how they how we ended up in Edmonton. I think it might have been just a whole bunch of money. Like yeah, you said. yeah, I think so. But Dennis Potvin. Dennis Potvin. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great question. Yeah, well, you know, don't thank me. Thank Uncle Paul. Thanks. Actually, <laughs> thank Andrew Podnick. Yeah, well, thank Uncle Paul. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, folks, enjoy the rest of the week. Enjoy the games this week. We'll be back next week with another edition of Across the Pond. You'll never hear me jump on a bandwagon, by the way. Even if it's game seven and it's Montreal playing. I don't know. I've heard, I've heard a message from you that you might be cheering for the Habs. Lies. <laughs> These are all lies. <laughs> that was Across the Pond, and that's a wrap. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our amazing sponsors, the China Hockey Group, Wheel Hub Asia, AccessoryHouseGlobal.com, Yardley Brothers Beer, and of course, Sunset Studio. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Across the Pond HK. Email us, send in your comments or questions to the show at any time at Across the Pond HK at gmail.com.